Autobots transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode 10 of volume 2 of Challenge of the Gobots. It is Return to Gobotron. This episode was written by Jeff and Kelly and Peter. And there was a John, John Loy was his name, and he isn't in these ones anymore. He's not, he did something bad in episode 3, I guess. But uh, <laughs> last time on Challenge of the Gobots, the last engineer was able to escape the battle for Gobotron along with the humans and a few guardians in a ship he built named Courageous. And in this uh, episode, Leader One's going zip, zap, zoop, and zop all through the air in his new power suit. <laughs> and they say, how's it? And uh, yeah, we're still out in the desert testing this shit out. And uh, yeah, Leader One's new power suit increases his speed, apparently. But it, it seems to do more because Command Center starts all of a sudden just flying, or not yeah. flying, like falling, falling from the yeah. sky. <laughs> because it's uh, left, or I think... Uh, legs won't open so its thrusters can't open and it's just it's in free fall mm-hmm. they're gonna crash so later one says all right let's head for the landing pad and watch this thing hit the ground because it's gonna be fucking epic <laughs> no, no, no. he flies off in the power suit and he gets to the command center and he realizes the gang's all inside it and turbo's like stay back leader one it's too hot yeah but <laughs> his power suit protects him from that and not only that it also i guess makes him super strong because he's able to pry open the legs so that they can engage the thrusters yep they fire the rockets it lands properly and Crasher and Fighthor are still watching from the other side of the hill, and Psykill is not going to like this one bit. So the Guardians all get out, and Matt's like, welcome to Earth. Like, not welcome back? Like... Most of these guys have been here before, haven't they? I mean, it's Sparky's first time, but... Uh, it's I mean, a Turbo few of them, yeah. I think I feel Leader Blaster one, was Scooter. here... I want to say Pathfinder just because she's like in every shot, it seems. Mm. Um, but what is also welcoming, I guess, uh, I'm stumbling over that. But what's important is that the last engineer has three more power suits. Yep, he's got three more back at the lab. And now back at the lab, he shows them the other three suits. And yep. Nick points out that they're all a little bit different. And it's because they have different abilities. Yes. Uh, Leader One suit, as you mentioned, has a speed booster, even though we saw it do a whole bunch of other stuff. And there was that whole cloaking thing from the last episode. Episode. Yeah, but uh, and we're going to see that later. It's almost like teleportation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the next suit enhances firepower, so obviously Turbo's like, "Oh man, yep, it's a good fit or perfect fit." Whatever he says when he gets inside it. And this third one has all the scanners and sensors and bells and whistles on it. And I guess this one's for Smallfoot. She hops in. Although I felt that's a Pathfinder suit, but yep, whatever. Yep. I'll go with Smallfoot. Uh, <laughs> and the fourth suit for no real reason. Like this doesn't fit with a technologically driven story but no. the fourth suit just has telekinetic powers yep <laughs> and matt explains what that means to the folks at home and scooter thinks this will be interesting even if the suit is too big for him like he gets inside it and there's still just half as much room above his head <laughs> now here's my disappointment with this episode is we never explore the amazing com- combination of suit scooters holograms and telekinetic powers that would be amazing uh, okay yeah, i see what you mean yeah crasher and fighter are watching them uh, don the suits and talk about them and then Smallfoot on her many detectors in her suits detects them. Yeah. Yeah, she hears Fighter saying, we'd better alert Psykill fast. Uh, they realize the renegades are nearby, so they head off to really test these things out and now the seismic sensors on her suit are detecting movement, so... Okay. Yeah, she sure. can literally detect everything. Uh, and uh, Although, if she smelt it, 
<laughs> did she dealt it? If her if her detector smelt it, did they? Uh, so fart humor. That's why you're listening to Tefempus, folks. Um, we go, go back to the Guardians. They're fly. They decide to take off. They're flying through the air, and they see the Renegades, who are just like, you know what? Fuck this. We're outnumbered. They both convert and flee. Yeah, but Fighter's conversion is very toy accurate, and he blasts off. But then we have the laziest. Crash your spinny convert ever because this time she just jumps in the air and the spinny lines go around her. She doesn't do anything yeah. and then bang, car. Yeah, it's just like all right. It's like a, almost a, it's really bad. Um, there's I can't remember if it already happened or it's going to happen, but there was a really good small foot one this episode where it's head on and like from head on you see her stick her arms out and kind of yeah. push herself up as her legs. It's a really well-drawn one. Uh, I, I didn't make a note of when it happened, but uh, what happens with this fight is that Leader One follows Fightor, Turbo follows Crasher, and calls her Baby. Yeah, ready or not, Baby, here I come. Yeah, and uh, now another dude head on Smallfoot's suit starts ringing, and Scooter's like, what the hell's that? And she tells him it's the energy scanner. There's a force field nearby, and she's going to go check that out. And this is the, the machine that goes ding! That's the machine that goes bing. <laughs> <laughs> so they fly off for this force field. Um, Leader one, yeah, this is what you were saying, where it looks like he's teleporting or cloaking or whatever he's doing, uh, but it, he fights Fighter, and it leads to one great shot where he just, like, appears and punches a jet fighter, Fighter, out of the air. Yeah, he crashes, and he's like, all right, I'm done. I surrender. <laughs> and meanwhile, Turbo flies in and lands in Crasher's path, and he tells her, hold it. And she's, hold what? And he's like, hold this. And then he just fucking blasts her with this thing. And even he's like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> he leaves like her the... in a crater on the ground. Yes. So, so we go back to Smallfoot and Scooter. They're looking for this force field, and they're flying down, and they just clang land on something. And then all of a sudden realize uh, they're on Thruster because it decloaks. And Destroyer walks out and sees them, and commercial break. Yep. And when we come back, Smallfoot tells Scooter, do something, and he thinks they could use an avalanche because we haven't had a caveman in this episode yet. And all of a sudden, rocks start falling down on Destroyer, and he's out. Yeah. Uh, so Leader One and Turbo arrive carrying their prisoners, and uh, they all right, we gather everybody up, and we're going to head back. And then we go to Rogue Star, and uh Kills, of course, boss and uh, La- the last renegade no the master renegade around yeah um and then uh pincher returns on his ship with the trianium crystals i don't know what <laughs> trianium what are they called yeah uh and vamp and scorp they're on the team now he brought them along with him and psych thinks that's just fantastic everything's going according to plan then he tells the master renegade you go finish your friggin' homework and you notice <laughs> there's no effect on his voice when he says that line it's like it doesn't have the robotic kind of thing to it. It's it's kind of like in Transformers, like the two, maybe three times where Soundwave sounds Sound, like Dr. Yeah. Claw, like they left the effect off. But yeah, the Master Renegade hops and pops. So I'm no lackey, but then walks off. And back at the Guardian base, they have Fighthorn, Crashor, Crashor, Crasher in the Brainstormer <laughs> thing. And it's just as they suspected, there's going to be a Renegade invasion and it's going to be soon. But the last engineer points out these two probably don't know exactly when because they're the two highest ranking Renegades besides Psykill. And it would be just silly for them to have that information. Although they haven't been on Rogue Star for a while now. They've well, been out of the loop. Yeah. They're on Earth doing surveillance and, and plans have been haven't changing. Haven't been getting the emails. 
So uh, we go to command center there. It's pretty much all repaired. Uh, Scooter and Smallfoot are talking for, for about it about it for a bit. And then Newcastle's like, clear the launch pad. And the Guardians come up in their parasuits and they're like, all right, we're going. We're going now because Psykill has let uh, Rogue Star's stealth shield down because they figure they won. Mm. We know where they are and this is our last shot. Yep. Matt, Nick, and AJ want to come too, but Leader One's like, it's too dangerous. And we're like, please. All right, you can come. <laughs> <I know. Please. laughs> and with a smile. Yes. Okay. Sure, why not? Don't say I didn't warn you. Yeah. So they blast off and uh, on Rogue Star, Screwhead detects the launch, but Psykill says one command center. It's probably the last command center. That's no threat. Uh, get the thrusters ready to intercept it and just blow it up. Yeah. So he sends Copter and Tank off. They walk off, open a door, and there's the Master Renegade with a Nintendo zapper. Yeah, that's what I had written down, like the red one after they had to change it because apparently <laughs> yeah, the yeah, gray yeah. one, people thought it was a real fucking gun. Yeah. He's taking over this outfit right now. Yeah. Uh, he blasts Psykill with his zapper, shoots him down, and then uh, turns to copter and tank and they're like oh you're so fucking dead and he's like ah this is now it's on the greatest power setting he turns a crank and they're like all right we we surrender yeah they lower their hands and screwhead surrenders too but tank points out that the guardians are still on the way so the renegade orders the master renegade that is orders them to launch the thrusters which is what they were going to do anyway. <laughs> yeah, really. So command center's approaching uh, the rogue star, and the fleet starts to approach, the fleet of thrusters starts to approach them, and then uh, Master Renegade says, all right, have your thrusters attack, and then, I don't know why I made him sound like Newcastle, uh, <laughs> and, and then command center just vanishes. Poof, and Copter's like, yeah, I told you it might be a trick. And... Told you. <laughs> yeah. Briefly on the command center, Smallfoot says uh, the stealth device from Crasher's thruster is working great. That's how they did that. Then right back to Rogue Star, where the renegades are really starting on this guy, like with the attitude. Well, what now, Master? What do you want oh, us to do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he doesn't know. He's like, um, I will. Uh, he really stumbles. He's completely unsure, and then decides they're probably heading to Gobotron, so just send the entire fleet to Gobotron. Yep, send every one of them, so they all turn around and fly off, leaving Rogue Star alone. And immediately, the command center reappears. Long enough for the guardians in their power suits to fly out and then sparky immediately recloaks the ship so they can't open the door with the thing running like no i guess not i don't know it makes for a neat story point with what happens later but you're right logically eh. Uh, but what does happen next is though his pincher ship shows up um and i like that scorp and vamp are just kind of in the back seat they don't say anything or do anything this entire episode no they're just just kind of there laugh uh but the ship approaches and starts opening i forget they say it's like some electro electron pulse I don't know what. I think Smallfoot calls it an electron cloud later on. Yeah, but they start blasting with that. Yeah. Uh, So the Guardians take evasive action. They fly into an asteroid, and uh, the Guardians lose the Renegades, or lose Pinscher's ship, in the tunnels. They fly out. Ha ha, we got... Oh, shit, there they are. (laughs) Commercial break. (laughs) Yes, and the ship's, like, sitting there waiting for them. (laughs) And when we come back, Pinscher blasts at them again, and Turbo asks, what the hell that was? And this is where Smallfoot says her scanners tell her it's an electron cloud, so pincher fires again, and this time Turbo blasts the projectile, which stops it, but then it starts coming at them again. Like, it stops and restarts in space. Like, yeah. Okay, fine, fine. And and Turbo's laser blasts deflect off it and almost hit leader one. Yes, so now pincher puts the thing into full auto, and he really starts blasting at them, and this time the projectiles stop 
and form a bigger one, and when Turbo blasts that, it ricochets and hits the cloaked command center, and Sparky gets tossed into the stealth device, smashing it, and AJ's gonna send an SOS to Unicom. Yeah, so Psykill now wakes up Blastmaster Renegade, that storyline's over, <laughs> uh, knocks him unconscious. Because <laughs> yeah, it's such a good idea to turn your back on Psykill, yeah. I yeah. know, really. <laughs> Just, like, at that point, go up to him with the max power setting and blow his head off. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Show the other guys you meet business. Yeah, Psykill's the kind of guy you either kill him or he'll kill you. Anyway, uh, Psykill has him locked up and has Rogue Star ready. Like, right away, he's like, this, this, and that. Starts throwing out orders. Arm the, bat- yep. the artillery batteries. Bring us batteries. about yeah. all the guns. Yeah, exactly. And they open fire on Command Center. Mm-hmm. And get the thrusters back here. So, oh, yeah, they yeah. start firing. And Pincher manages to land a direct hit with his thing on Smallfoot, who starts falling in, in, space, in space towards Rogue Star. But uh, Rocky the Flying Squirrel, I mean, Leader One, swoops and dives <laughs> and dodges the guns and manages to save her at the last second. Like, all he needed was the fucking barrel of water for landing so yeah he's carrying her off we're safe now small foot but then they both get blasted and they start to fall again in space like okay with rogue star at least now having this whole asteroid thing around it and it being so big i like that you could play with the idea that it has its own i mean obviously it has its own gravitational field yeah, but, but it will be enough is, to yeah. pull them in yeah but it's just it, they're falling like they're falling to earth like it's going to damage them and this thing is just a big asteroid anyway scooter telekinetically slows them down in space but then printer shoots him yep and it just pings off him like a billiard ball and yeah. now he's going down and on command center which rogue star has stopped firing at for some reason matt some thinks reason. the power suits just weren't enough but then courageous flies in and it's the last engineer flying it and he he tells them uh, he got aj's sos so here i am yeah and very quickly takes out pincher's ship there's a bit of a back and forth pincher cra- uh the sh- ship chases him for a second but he blows the shit out of it and they abandon mm-hmm. they get up in an escape pod and well it's time to finish off rogue star but then all the thrusters come back so maybe not <laughs> yeah uh, the last engineer and the guardians very quickly assemble into what we had been calling courageous in earlier episodes for us later episodes for this story but they call it a power warrior mm-hmm. it's ultra mega mega man or voltron yeah. but yeah they call it a power warrior and now you fucking had it psychill because this thing blasts thrusters apart with one shot oh it and like with it the palm of its hand just deflects their laser fire it has its own shields i mean this is probably one of the biggest badass scenes we've seen with courageous slash power warrior of like here's what it can do and uh screwhead points out they're losing so psychill's like yeah we've had enough for one day oh get the stealth device activated we're getting out of here yeah and it's like a mass stealth devicing where like rogue star and yeah, all everything. the thrusters yeah all in space just all cloak and whoosh, they're gone and oh and psycho vows the war will go on mm-hmm. and now on gobatron we're doing the last scene of star wars and zemon says gobatron is free again and leader one th- says it's all thanks to the last engineer and he's like yeah just doing my job It's the old cloak the ship and trick them into thinking you're going to Gobatron to lure the entire enemy fleet away from the capital ship bit again, is it? Oldest trick in the book, and it worked! What was the point of that, sending all the thrusters off to chase one command center? And it's obviously a trick, otherwise why would the Guardians let themselves be seen first? Besides, even if they really were going to Gobatron, what's the Master Renegade so worried they're gonna do when they get there? Like. Put out some fires, break into his house and try in his clothes, tell the spa moan he's still alive and they'd put him in collections for hundreds of years of missed membership fees. Who cares? Let them go. And now that they're gone, you can get back to what you were planning in the first place, invading Earth. Without the Guardians on it. Carpe diem, man. 
Well, I guess that pesky last engineer is still down there, and boy, does he have a fucking surprise waiting for you when you see what he did with his ship. And what was the point of him sending the Guardians off without the last piece of the Power Warrior? When you have these things, you use them, man. Like, did he just finish torquing the bolts when AJ called? It's a different color now. Maybe he just finished painting. Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show. A very quick episode, but Mm. this was like part five of a five-parter, and it was basically just the climax. Like, it was... was Kind of action. action. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Uh, The next episode, Paul and I are going to review. Actually, you know what, Paul? Since I'm going to let's take a moment to talk about it. If GoBots had have been the challenge of the GoBots and then this five parter battle for Gobotron and continued that in just five episode chunks of big story arcs, this could have been a really good show. Yeah. Not that I did, I don't like so. it, but you know. It, it would have been uh, making chocolate better, I think is the expression. Oh, I've never heard that <laughs> expression. That is a good expression. Yeah, it's, this is a good show. These these arcs, like, you know, even going back to uh, oh, well, the first episode of Psykill's Escape, the whole arc of Destroyer, Crasher, and Copter, just the three yeah. of them getting through their breakout and getting their weapons back, and they, their storyline just for that one episode was solid. Because you had so much time to expand on the entire story arc of this uh, whole thing. Anyway, yeah. I don't think they do that again until like the end of the series. Yeah, there's got to be a few more multi-part ones. Yeah. At some point. Anyway. Um, what's the next episode? Pacific Overtures. Uh, if you want to see a couple guys who live on the coast, <laughs> you can find us on Twitter. I'm at John Soby. <laughs> Paul is at person yeah. one He's not wrong, <laughs> if anything. Yeah, make sure you rate and review us in your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, and uh, tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. You can tell them that they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com, and until the next episode, keep on transforming. See you later. Transformers.